Mulweni, everyone. Welcome back to Fresh Perspective, um, where we'll take another look at life. Um, yesterday was quite tough trying to upload videos and uh, this podcast because of extremely, extremely slow internet. So I had to make three attempts to upload the the podcast and um, because two of those times it just kind of timed out because it took too long but here we are today welcome back and as promised uh, yesterday i'm gonna dive into a second way that we avoid taking responsibility for our inner world so if you missed that please check it out number one in this series is uh, how taking responsibility for these things changes everything you can go look for that episode and the one after that was um, stop taking responsibility for this that's number two in this series they are marked in the podcast so you can go check it out there anyway so let's get into it um uh here's what i want to try and do okay so in one sentence the second way that we don't take responsibility for our inner world those four areas beliefs thoughts emotions and actions is we don't clarify and verbalize our expectations so you can actually say that uh, this is a, a kind of a consequence of not taking responsibility for ourselves and our inner world and i'm going to try and um teach you this principle um, by sharing a story of how I learned it, how I discovered this principle. So um, my dad was only 57 when he passed away in 2013. And our relationship was kind of a, a mixed bag. Because on the one hand, my dad had this great sense of humor. I learned a lot from him in terms of having passion, loving life, you know, enjoying Good food, and I definitely don't mean like gourmet food. I mean like massive amounts of burakos, huge amounts of burakos. So, um, yeah, I learned so much from him how to, you know, fix things and, and work with different kinds of tools and just kind of be handy all around. Um, but most of these things I learned from watching him. Um, and on the other hand, um, I wanted a deeper deeper connection with him um, I, I yearn for for having you know yearn for deeper conversations where we discussed like bigger issues in life and books that i was reading and but that that never happened so especially in my 20s i would go visit them and uh, i was hoping for that kind of deep connection and when it wouldn't happen i'd you know i'd leave at the end of the weekend and i'd be disappointed I'd, frustrated sad instead of feeling connected to him i felt abandoned and rejected uh, maybe that sounds like strong words for you to use but that's that's truly how i felt um which shows you how big my my um, need was for that kind of deep connection with him um, and it was only when i got married and my wife and i would go visit my folks that i i realized that i did not take responsibility for the things that i could control you know i was i was hoping and wishing uh, for something to happen something in the external world my dad's behavior which i i can't control we we discussed that in the previous two episodes um 
But what I what I'd see is I'd just watch my wife talk to my dad nonstop for an hour, an hour and a half, many times during the weekend, just having these great discussions. So she was having the kind of conversations with my dad that I've been longing for for 10 years. She was asking all the questions that I never asked him. And so she got the connection that I didn't have. Um, it may sound straightforward to you now, but, but back then it was like mind-blowing. It was like a whole new world to me. Um, and I quickly realized it was because I had certain expectations that I never even communicated with my dad. He didn't know. And looking back, it was also because I didn't know. I, I didn't verbalize the exp these expectations because I didn't have clarity on them. I didn't really know this is what I wanted. It was more like a, a wish and a hope. And because I couldn't clarify it, uh, fired, uh, I, I missed out on like 10 years of deep connection, probably more. Um, I am very grateful though for the six years that I was able to have. You know, the, the, the six years that I had that kind of deep connection with him and we could talk about things in a different way. And to be very honest, it wasn't um, exactly the way I wanted it, but it was like way more than I got from not taking responsibility and not understanding my expectations. So let me try and, and break it down and, and apply to what I've been discussing about responsibility and our inner world. So uh, let me just go through it again. There's, there's four areas, beliefs, thoughts, emotions, and actions. I know I'm repeating it a lot in these uh, episodes, but I really want that to stick. It's easy to forget. So here's how it worked in terms of how I was um, struggling in my relationship with my dad. So I believed that my dad knew and understood that I wanted a certain kind of connection with him, a deeper connection with him. I thought that it would magically happen when I go visit, that it would just somehow um, start, we start a conversation that will go in that direction. Uh, and because it didn't happen, I felt frustrated, disappointed, abandoned, and rejected. And I would become withdrawn and quiet, and, you know, as the weekend progressed until I had to leave. And I always, you know, when I left, like I mentioned before, I felt, I felt rejected and abandoned, and, and sometimes even angry at him, you know, for not doing something that he didn't know he should do, uh, which is very unfair. So here's what it would sound like if I knew back then what I know now, if I really understood this. So I would believe that it was my responsibility to take control for what I can control and initiate the deep connection that I wanted. I would think of different questions to ask my dad about his life and the things he learned during um, his different experiences. Like he was in the army back in the day. And, um, you know, during those six years, I, I asked him a lot of questions about that. And it was fascinating to hear some of the stories of his friends, things I never knew. So, you know, 30 years of not knowing certain things about my dad, uh, especially his time um, in the army. He was, um, 
one of the guys that had to remove the mines, you know, which is obviously quite intense and stressful. So I learned a lot about that and how he approached it and um, what he faced. So my question to you, my dearest friends, are, is, sorry, my dearest friends, the question is, let me just get the grammar right. Sorry, Mr. Molyneux, my grade seven teacher. Um, my question is, are you taking responsibility to clarify and act on your expectations? Are you truly taking responsibility? If ever you've been disappointed with someone else, chances are you've, you're, you're expecting something from them that's unrealistic, that they, don't, they are not aware of. And even sometimes when we've communicated it, it's just not possible for them to give you that, um, you know, to, to give you what you, what you wanted, to, to uh, meet that expectation. Um, so it was like, it was totally unrealistic of me to expect my, expect my father to engage in the way I wanted him to engage. For two reasons. One, I never communicated this need, this expectation. And secondly, he wasn't the kind of person who would just start discussions on topics like that. He just wouldn't initiate things like that. So here is a simple but very powerful tool you can use to help you clarify and take responsibility for your expectations. Um, as an example, I will focus on a person uh, or relationship, but you can apply it to almost anything in your life. So I'm going to give you some sentence stems. So a sentence stem is just a sentence that's incomplete and you completed it. So here's the first one. What I expect from my is. So what are you expecting from whom? Second, what I usually get is. Third sentence. How that makes me feel is. And then I. So that's the emotion and the action. And then use this to clarify what you can actually take responsibility for, what you can actually do. So here's the sentence. If instead I take complete responsibility and, have a, and I have a more realistic expectation. Um, sorry, no, I messed that one up. If instead I take complete responsibility, a more realistic expectation would be and what I can do to create that is. So what's a more realistic expectation and what can you do to create that? Secondly, or lastly, this will make me feel and drive away my fear of. So I hope that helps you, that exercise. And then go back and listen to it again. Write those sentence stems down and, uh, and see what comes up for, for you. Not only exactly what your expectations are, but how you can uh, make them more realistic, uh, clarify them, and then take responsibility to make it happen, to take control of what you can control, which is your inner world. So if there's someone that you were thinking of while you were reading through this, take responsibility and call them. Control your inner world. It doesn't mean that, doesn't mean that you will, will uh, get exactly what you want because you know you can only influence another person. You cannot control them. But 
it will definitely get you much more of what you need. Uh, not only in your relationship with that person, but also in your relationship with yourself. So it's applicable to people, but also situations, and also to your relationship with yourself. So please, make that call today. And I wish you all the best. Thank you for tuning in again. And remember, if you change your mind, you can change your life. Much love from me, Francois out. Bye-bye.